the children of the Force. Welcome to episode 34 of Children of the Force, a podcast about Star Wars by one adult and his two kids. I'm Liam and I'm seven. I'm Anna and I'm nine. And I'm Al and I'm the adult. I'm 37 for anyone who really wants to know, but age doesn't matter as much when you're that old, right? Just adult. Good enough. Yeah, so here we are, episode 34. Um... You know, I have to say that whenever I'm kind of planning our episodes, I always think to myself, oh, this, this is going to be kind of a nice short episode. And then I'm like, oh, but there's this to talk about. Oh, but I'd like to talk about that. Oh, but we got this email. So this is probably going to be a jam-packed episode full of interesting stuff again. <laughs> Dang it. I know. One of these weeks we're going to have just a boring short episode, but not this <laughs> but we week. Had that, we had that when me and Liam just did it. Oh, right. It was so short, because we it missed that off on anything else. It wasn't boring. Okay, we're getting off on something else, so we're let's already get back doing to our tangent, So let's get back to it, yes. Uh, so, uh, Star Warsy stuff that we've been up to this last week, we had uh, Anna. Yeah, movie night. Movie night? Where? At school. At your school. And what was the movie? Empire Strikes Back. Cool. Oh, Okay, I get why adults love that movie. It yeah. is very good. Yeah, you like, get it. There's a bunch. There's not too much things that happen. Only like three planets. Only three planets: Dagobah, um, Dagobah, Hoth, and Espen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and, but there's a bunch of stuff packed in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. And all. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a oh, it's and, a good and, movie. And, and mm-hmm. they they just. Like, <coughs> I need to go up this wooden elevator thingy. It's so it's funny. I'm just, I'm just going to say this again. They're in the middle of a battle. They go up an elevator. They're in the, in middle, the middle of the battle. On Cloud City. They're in the middle of a battle. And they're standing oh, there they waiting for the elevator. elevator. They're like, ha <laughs> Okay, the elevator's ready. It's like you're, like you're hurrying up because... <laughs> Yeah, you, because someone's going to spot you and they're going to say, you're doing something wrong or something. like, okay. Yeah. Huh. Uh, okay, there's the elevator. So, like, I'm... Okay, yeah. Running, running, running. My blaster got cut in half. Oh, no. The elevator cut the blaster in half? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I don't think an elevator can do that. No, I mean, I don't think the doors are made of knives, so... Or lightsabers. <laughs> if the blaster anyway, was right there, what would happen? If it- I don't know. I don't know, Liam. Mm. No, but I, I see what you're. I see what you're saying. I, that's a very interesting critique of the movie uh, that I've never heard before. That like, why are you taking a break to go up this elevator? Because they have to get to a certain level, right, to get to the Falcon. I mean, that's the whole thing. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, Cloud City has elevators. What? It's so weird. Like, how do you get around? There's no stairs. I guess. Yeah. Are there stairs in Star Wars? I don't know. But it's so weird. I mean, at Star Wars, <laughs> you go up and elevator. <laughs> elevators are awesome. I know. I just it's just weird because it's in Star Wars. It's a space elevator, though. Hey, there's that elevator in Clone Wars where they are in in space and they take and that elevator elevator all the way down and to an episode two. 
the planets where there's really high gravity, so yeah. ships don't like to land there. Remember that one? No. Um, that was uh, with uh, Ventress when she's a bounty hunter and she's working with Boba Fett. I don't yeah, they take oh, yeah, this elevator down to the planet. And yes, Liam, there's an elevator at the beginning of episode two mm-hmm. to get up to, getting up to the Padme's apartment. Padme's apartment. Yeah. yeah, yep, yep. There That's is? the first scene that you ever remembered, oh, and I remember you oh, said the yeah, very first... The very first Star Wars thing. Your earliest... Okay, okay that brings That's up... That brings up... Okay, your, okay, your, okay, got it. Got, 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 okay, got it. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you tell us about that, Anna? About your, first early, your earliest Star Wars memory. It was... I don't know why. It was just in the starting of episode two mm-hmm. when Obi-Wan and Anakin mm-hmm. were on the elevator that going up to Padme's apartment. Yeah. And Daddy was like to me about Anakin, do you know who that is? And I was thinking and thinking and I couldn't remember it. And I was like, I don't know. And he was like, it's Anakin. And I was like, what? Right, because you had seen episode one, but you don't remember seeing episode one. Right, but you I remember, remember seeing, seeing that movie two. and not knowing who Anakin. That's funny. Yelling. Um, there's another uh, elevator in episode two on the ship when they're going up the elevator and they stab a hole through the top of the elevator and jump through it because oh. it's falling down like that, at full speed. That's the beginning of episode three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep, that's uh, right on Grievous's ship. That is fine. So. Yeah, I mean, Star Wars is full of elevators, apparently. So, all right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I am monitoring. I think I might play elevator music during this whole little conversation. I am monitoring how many elevators are in Star Wars. That's your job from now on, Liam. Count the elevators. Wait, but I already <laughs> counted the elevators. No, there's probably more. There is. Oh, I'm sure. So one question that we had, or that I had... That I asked you while we were watching Empire Strikes Back. Well, it's what was Luke's failure at the cave? Yoda says, remember, your failure at the cave, right? What 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 do you think his failure at the cave was, Anna? I think that he um he let Vader strike him like he he didn't let Vader strike him down. Mm. Cause Yoda said only what do you bring with you. So he should have known that was a vision. Yeah. So I think he should have let Vader strike him down. Okay, okay. He brought his weapons with. He brought his weapons with. Like he was putting his belt on, Mm -hmm. and uh, Yoda said, you won't need them. Mm -hmm. He just pulls them tighter and puts them on. Failure. So that, so, so Liam, in your opinion, the failure is that he brought his weapons, which I guess led to what Anna says his failure is, which is that he... Fought Vader. He should right. have not bringed, brought uh-huh. his weapons, and then let Darth Vader strike him down. So, so I was. I wanted to see what it would look like if he, if Darth Vader strike him down. He'd probably just. I think we saw something like that in Rebels when the Inquisitor struck Ezra down. He didn't, then, did he? Right, because the Inquisitor wasn't there. Right. Right. So, oh. so Ezra passed that that test that Luke didn't. Yeah. In in a way, right. Now we were sitting next to some friends, and I was talking to your friends, your the dad about about this very thing, and he had said, "Well, if he didn't bring his weapons, maybe the vision would have been different, right? Maybe because he brought his weapons, he had that vision of Vader. Maybe he would have confronted something differently." That's a really good idea. Yeah, I like that idea. Me too. Um, but like, I don't blame Luke for fighting. He thought Darth Vader was there. Like, what's he supposed to do? 
What does Yoda, what do Yoda and Obi-Wan tell Luke to do to Vader? Kill him. Kill him, kill him, and then you'll become a Jedi. Sure, that you have to, you have to fight Vader and kill him. Like, that's what they're telling him to do. Well, so if he did that's... what they told him, and he, and that's his failure, like, that just seems unfair. Well, they're making, they're making it harder for him. <laughs> exactly. They're making it harder for him. They're kind of jerks. <laughs> they're not too nice to Luke. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. But they're kind of all right. <laughs> all right, well, so. Well, had to learn. Anyway, I just remember when I was a kid, not understanding what the failure was, and and I guess I, I guess I still don't fully, um, but uh, I, I also love that we can watch the movie and still have questions about it, you know, this many years later, you know, we can still talk about Empire Strikes Back and still think, you know, and, and actually I had that thought too that um, Kyle from Fantasy Fight Games had mentioned that he thinks the moment that Luke defeated Vader wasn't in Return of the Jedi. It was in Empire Strikes Back when he chooses to fall instead of join him. And that's the moment at which Vader started rethinking how can he get a relationship I with really his son. I really like that theory. I do like that theory too. So I just love, you know, we, we can always view Star Wars differently. Every time we see it, we can find something new. And then also when we have new things like Rebels and The Force Awakens, and eventually we're going to have Rogue One, and Episode Eight and the Han Solo movie, and Episode Nine, 10, and... 11, 12, 13, sure. 14. Yeah. I think they're just going to keep going on and on. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, my friend said that there was going to be an Episode Zero. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Uh, that has not been... There's no news about that. So, unless they know unless something we don't. Uh, as far as I know, that is unless not true. Unless it's a spoiler okay. and it got leaked. <laughs> um, I know yeah. you're probably going to listen to this. Yeah. I just didn't want to. I, did, oh. I don't. I, I know you're probably going to listen to this. Are episode. you talking to your friend through the podcast right now? Yeah, because she's probably <laughs> going to listen to this episode. Yeah. She might like laugh out loud at this part. Oh, that's funny. Naturally, okay. more loud laugh out loud. But I just didn't want to be mean to you. It's just that. <laughs> <laughs> I just hey, wanted to know. Hey, just because sure. I'm saying it doesn't mean I know, there's not an I episode know. zero. I mean, I, who I just knows? wanted because we, you probably know, you most mostly know I, everything that comes out. So maybe you were mistaken or something. That could be, and you know, I, I don't. I think this Daddy's friend, never mistaken. this friend, is probably okay with being mistaken or being wrong, right? Yeah, I, I mean, everybody's wrong sometimes. But um, you know, after the show, we'll Google it and see. Maybe there's something we don't know. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, I just, but anyway, what I was saying was I love, you know, there are more movies coming out. As we see something new, we can go back and watch the old stuff and get more out of it because then we know, oh, this happens, you know, this happens to Luke eventually and, and, you know, forever will it dominate your destiny, right? Mm -hmm. If you go down that dark path. Well, Luke did go down the dark path. He did touch the dark side when he was fighting Vader in Return of the Jedi. So did it dominate his destiny? You know, is he, did he go to that island because he didn't want to go to the dark side and he thought the only way he could stop that from happening was to just leave because he would want revenge against Kylo Ren? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, it might be dominating his destiny. Liam? Um, maybe his destiny was to build a Jedi Order mm-hmm. and uh, he failed with the Jedi Order, 
by going down the dark path that one time he was fighting Vader. Hmm. Maybe. 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 Probably not, though. Well, so far, I'm really enjoying this discussion. Uh, We were going to read through some more of that article that we've been reading through about uh, the the feminist message of the dudes in The Force Awakens. Um, But I think we're already kind of way into the episode, and we have quite a bit more to talk about. So I think we're going to save that for next time. So we're going to head on over to the news. There's good news on the Battlefront front. EA has said that they're going to be releasing more downloadable content for people who like to play offline. Yeah! Oh my gosh, Oh yeah. Uh huh. So Liam, you and I like to play battle. More battlefields. More maps for battle. Yeah. They might just do like you know the multiplayer maps Mm -hmm. and maybe like Jabba's Palace and all the Outer Rim stuff Mm -hmm. and the um. Survival. Survival. And the survival. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I'm really happy about this because most of their new content has been for multiplayer online stuff. And I'm really hoping that this means that they're releasing more maps for battles. Also, I'm really hoping that there's a mode where you can just take leisurely strolls through the different maps. Like, wouldn't it be fun, Liam, to just just walk walk through Endor and just enjoy the scenery without... And just jump off the ledge five times and then the other person jumps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and maybe I'm, um, Anna's hand is up and I'm I'm realizing she wants us to go to something else. I, I think she wants to talk about Anna? something, but yes, Anna? Um, Daddy, have yeah. you showed Liam the new Endor thing yet? Oh, that's in a map. That's in the Walker Assault map for Endor. Um, oh. Yeah, where there's the water and you can see like the... Oh yeah, the I Ewok, know that one. Like the Ewok we, villages we are video. on the water, kind of. That was awesome. Whoa. Was that the one I see saw in that video where Greedo was just mm. kicking butt? I don't. They didn't show the Ewok villages. We can, we can. But was that the? the I think it might have been the same map. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, but I would love that leisurely stroll for two reasons. Because one, those maps are beautiful. The rounds are beautiful. They're so well yeah, they put are. together, and I can't enjoy them because and they're so realistic. Right. But Daddy said um, they'll be cartoony when I am um, older. <laughs> they'll be cartoony, and they'll yeah. be like this video game that Daddy's playing. You probably haven't heard of it, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Uh, I think everyone's that. It's a pretty popular game, actually. Oh, but, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, so I remember thinking when I was a kid, the, the graphics for Sonic the Hedgehog were so good. Uh, but of course, yeah, Battlefront is—it seems lifelike to Way us. Better. But yeah, same with like our phones. Like, look at the look at that humans. They look pretty good, but they don't. They look. They do not look like humans. No, they don't. I mean, they look like computer. Like they don't have like little freckles on their face and (laughs) like moles. Yep, it can get better, and and it will. Their hair is all flat. Right. Actually, like it doesn't move in the wind and yeah stuff like that. Yep, yep. It'll get better. Amazing, like phones. Mm -hmm. They're going to get better. Yeah. But I can't think of. Anything better than these phones we have right now. <laughs> and better Siri. Until, like, more apps. Better Siri. Exactly, Liam. Um, a Siri um, that doesn't always screw up. That I don't yell at every or day. Or a Siri that I don't understand what <laughs> Or we could have, they could have, like, Japanese to Siri or something. So, yeah. 
Right. Technology is always getting better and uh, it will continue to get better. I mean, there might be a point at which you just can't get any better, but I don't think we're even close to that point. So, In book news, uh, we talked before about that Han Solo comic miniseries that's coming out and that he's going to be entering a starship race called the Dragon Void Run. Yeah, so this is in that new Han comic that's coming out after Obi-Wan and Anakin is done. Um, And he's entering this race. And this takes place between episode 4 and 5. Also, in the visual dictionary to The Force Awakens, it says that Han became a successful racing pilot before he and Leia uh, parted ways. So basically when that was... Well, before they split up, before he left, right? Um, So while they were together... And things were good, right? Mm-hmm. Probably before Kylo was sent turned. away or before he turned. Yep. Um, like Han's job, it seems like, was a racing pilot. Now, there's a short story coming out that is a prequel to Bloodline. And in it, a character enters a starfighter. Starfighter instead of starship. But still, a starfighter race called the Gauntlet. So racing, apparently, is still a really big deal in the Star Wars galaxy. Right? I mean, we know pod racing, but in the original trilogy, we never really heard anything about racing. But it seems like they're establishing now that, that racing is a pretty big deal. Yeah, so anyway, this, this person's entering the race called the Gauntlet. And that character is named Greer Sonnel, and she's an ally to Senator Leia Organa. And the name of that story is going to be Scorched. It's going to be in Star Wars Insider, so... Pretty cool. Uh, looking forward to reading that one, and really looking forward to reading Bloodline. Finally, in news, Constable Zuvio is in The Force Awakens. I knew that. What? You knew that. I knew that. He needed to be in there. If he didn't... If he was the character... Uh-huh. If there's an action figure of him, he has to be in the movie. Technically. <laughs> Not technically, no. So Entertainment Weekly has this great story about Constable Zuvio and about how... Where was he in the movie? Right. And Where? and and no one thought he was in the movie. Um, and there's all these action figures out there of him. And, he, and there's a rumor that he was supposed to have a scene in the movie and that the scene was shot and everything, but that the scene was cut, that it would be a deleted scene. But that has been debunked, basically. There was never really a scene with Constable Zuvio. He was always just a background character. And he just didn't happen to make it into the movie. But he did. But just barely. So there's this scene where Finn and Ray are running away from the stormtroopers. And Pablo Hidalgo said... I see him! I see him! I see him! Yeah, right in the background right here. I see him too. And actually, Sarko Plank is in this shot, too. That's not the only place we see Sarko, though. We saw Sarko in a different I see him. Yeah, when um, when she's just about to drag her... Mm, that's um, right. He's way in the background. Thing that her her salvage. Stuff, yep. her I know salvage that made out of calam, uh, calamari um, calamari escape pod. <laughs> right, the sled is made from a mon calamari escape pod. That was one of the that was, quest- that was the stump the lump. That was one of the first. It. That was one of the first it. stump the lump questions. I did get that one, didn't I? Yeah. Yes, Anna. Um, I realize I know what Constable Zuvia looks like because mm-hmm. I know he has like that shield on his head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like Embo. Yep. Yeah, like Embo. He's a, um, There's two so, guys with so. shields on their head back there. Right, Constable Zuvio has a couple uh, different people who Men. work with him. Yeah. Oh, so like a couple policemen. Mm-hmm. So 
And then he's also in this other shot right here. Can you go on to the other Yeah, I'll go back. So we're looking at these pictures. We'll link to this uh, on Pablo Hidalgo's Twitter. He pasted a couple uh, screenshots in there. When Ray and Fenn are running with, um, what's his name? Mm. Sarcoplank. Sarcoplank looks like he's right beside him. Mm -hmm. See that little pole in the front? Mm -hmm. He's right in the background um, um, on the other side of the pole. Yeah, so maybe next time we watch the movie, we'll try to find this too. We I think uh, I think Pablo said that he's literally in like four frames of the movie. Now, how many frames are there per second in a movie? Do you know? Thirty-two frames per second. He's <laughs> only in four. <laughs> like four frames. So basically, Ray is basically like in every single frame. <laughs> well, in many of them, yes. So it's a really great the frame. it's a really great story that Entertainment Weekly put together. I really think people should go read it. Um, I'll link to it on the blog, but also you could just go to Entertainment Weekly and search for Zuvio. It might be the only only one that pops up if you search for Zuvio. Why but, not uh, Constable Zuvio? <laughs> well, you could do both of those, but why waste your keystrokes? I guess. I mean, time is money, right? I guess. <laughs> All right, well, let's go on over to Canon News. The Canon News song, yeah, the Canon News song, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Canon News, FN2187 was at the top of his class. You get it? If it was literally, if it was literally, then he would be the worst student. Because you get it, like, if it was literally, like, he sat on top of his class, he would be the mm. worst student, and... On top of the class means, like, the best student. Uh, sure. Okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So, but yes, he was not sitting on all of his class. He's at the top, meaning he's the best student. Uh, or the best, you know, stormtrooper, basically. Uh, so what made Finn... I'm just... This is more of a discussion than canon news. But, I mean, that is that is news probably to some people, right? Uh if you haven't read Before the Awakening, which kind of establishes that, and also the Visual Dictionary establishes that Finn, which he wasn't called at the time, uh, FN2187, was a great stormtrooper, you know, but he he wasn't in the field yet. He hadn't been in battle yet, right? So I guess I'm just wondering what made Finn different from the rest. You know, why, when he went to battle, did he not fire? You know, why did he... And this kind of relates back to that thing we were going to read from the that article about the dudes and feminism in Star Wars, but um, but that's fine. We can read that next time. But I just wonder, like, what made him different? Is it just that chances are there's going to be a stormtrooper here and there who are like that, or is there something special about Finn? I wonder. I think we had talked before about when Finn was taken. Like we thought maybe Finn did have a name, right? And that his and that his name was kind of taken away from him, and he was given a number. What do you think, Anna? Do you think that um, happened? Yes, because uh, he has to have a family. He has to have a mom that has a last name. Even if his mom was a stormtrooper, that it has to relate back to a last name. Mm, well, okay. How about you, Liam? What do you think? Um. Uh, let me see. I don't know. Okay. Well, there's this. Um, when I was watching the movie. Uh, last week, just I wasn't even watching it. I just had it on in the background, and I was hearing it, and I heard Huck say, Liam, do you want to read this line? Mm, sure. My men are exceptionally trained, programmed from birth. 
programmed from birth. That doesn't mean he doesn't have a family. Well, of course he was born. He's not a clone. Okay, so he has biological, biological parents. He was taken away from them at birth. He was programmed from birth. So he probably never had a name. He never knew his name. He probably never had a first name. He probably got born first name. Like the second he got born, probably the second he was out of the hospital, Mm -hmm. um, just like hugs came and Mm. killed his parents and took him. Oh, see, no, I don't think so. I mean, here's the thing: in in the uh, Servants of the Empire, that Zerleonis series that ties into Rebels, uh, the last book uh, we had. A character called Commandant Hux. Brehol Hux, I believe his name was. Hux. Uh, right. Hux is, that was Hux's Commandant dad. Don't Aresco. Right. But that was Hux's dad. I know. Is this uh, Commandant Hux. Um, and his idea was that he would take stormtroopers, like cadets, and raise them, and then have them have kids and then raise those kids from birth as well, stormtroopers, right? In another podcast. Did I? Okay. So Okay. So if, I know. Hmm. But I that doesn't mean that Right. That doesn't mean that he doesn't have a last name. No, I get it, honey. I, I understand what you're saying. He does have a last name, but he And never even had what a if his name. what if his parents didn't have a last name? What if they just had a number two? Well, then it their would parents still relate name. back and back. <laughs> well, and yes. Back. I mean, he has a. The empire wasn't there at the beginning of like of at time. the very no, starting. No, I time. understand. I understand. But it doesn't. I don't know if it really makes sense to even try to figure out what his name was. You know, unless he came from force users or something, right? And maybe that's the reason he is the way he is. Maybe he has a has some latent force ability that he doesn't know about, you know, and that maybe the force was awakening in him. Also, there's that scene when he sees his friend dead, right after he gets the the hand blood marks on his helmet, mm-hmm. where he is looking around like something is changing, you know, and there's these weird sounds and and it uh, it almost seems like there's an awakening in him at that point, right? Well, we, yeah. we probably he's probably not a force user, but who knows? All right, well let's check out. Um, we're gonna do this thing that we did last week, where I kind of just go over some Twitter stuff because you know uh, I think things get lost, and then I I maybe do stuff on Twitter that you kids don't know about, or that the listeners don't know about because they're not on Twitter, or they just missed it because Twitter is a fickle fickle beast. So. Uh, <laughs> One thing I did on Twitter uh, was that I wrote out the words for the Rogue One trailer and posted them. And uh, I think we should do a dramatic reading of these uh, of the words. I thought it was really interesting to, to isolate just what is said and just read them. And I think um, when we do, we understand it even better, right? Um, the first see. voice that we're going to hear is that British accent, who I think is an Imperial. But So we just read it. Let's just read it. State your name for the record. Jin Essa. Forgery of imperial documents. Possession of stolen property. Aggravated assault. Resisting arrest. 
on your own from the age of fifteen, reckless, aggressive, and undisciplined. This is a rebellion, isn't it? I rebel. We have a mission for you. A major weapons test is imminent, and we need to know what it is and how to destroy it. Is that clear? Yes, sir. What will you do when they catch you? What will you do if they break you? If you continue to fight, what will you become? Awesome. So yes, so that was on Twitter. Uh, I think it's like I said, just good to read it out. You know, it's fun to fun to see it in words. Everybody give everybody a clap. Oh yes. It 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 seems like there's much more words mm-hmm. because it's so long and has so much music. Mm, right, right. There really isn't that many words in that trailer, in that teaser trailer, right? Teaser trailer. So also, I had just thought on Twitter that there's something about that shot of Kylo watching from the finalizer as Star Killer fires. He just doesn't seem on board with it all. You know, I don't know. There's like, some weird like kind of feeling. Like you're just, he's just like, like I don't know about mm. this. When Hawks, he his eyes, <laughs> right. his eyes were like so mad. Yet I don't think he felt any pity mm, right. for anyone else on the planet. Oh no, I don't think he felt any pity. You think maybe Kylo Ren did? Maybe Kylo felt some pity. Maybe, yeah. maybe. So I said. uh he should be there for the celebration, right? Is is in, instead he's hiding out on the finalizer, Kylo Kylo's while Hux Huxes, and then Geek K. Uh, so it's at uh, uh, Geek underscore K. Uh, she had commented that it's possible that Kylo's group had to leave for Takodana right away, and they just stayed long enough to watch, which is actually a really good point, I think. To which I replied, and now we can go to hyperspace. Huh? I don't get that. <laughs> That's what they were thinking up while they were watching Star Killer fire, right? Oh yeah, they're like, they're like oh, uh, wait for it. Oh, it's not done. No, I want to uh, see it fire. I want to see the fireworks before we leave. Now we can <laughs> Yeah. So maybe. So that's pretty cool. So uh, also, watching Ray's vision again, I swear that Vader saying no. In between the two times that Luke says no, right? You, we hear Luke say no, right? So this, if you're watching at home, this is right after Ray comes out of that hallway and falls to the ground because the rocks fall down and she basically tumbles onto whatever planet she sees Luke on with R2. But you hear Luke say no, no, the, the two no's that he says on Cloud City after Vader tells him that he's his father. But in between those two no's, if you listen really closely, I am almost positive you hear Vader also say, no. When does he say that in episode six? In three. Sorry, did I say six? Yeah. In Revenge of the Sith, episode three. Uh, when? When he's told that Padme oh, yeah. is dead. Oh, oh yeah. Um, now, in the Blu-ray versions of the original trilogy, which we actually don't have, but in those versions... Uh, which are the canon versions. Vader says no like that again, went right before he decides to pick up the Emperor and throw him down the shaft. Yes, I know. That's what I was thinking. That's why I thought. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why I thought that. Well, you've seen know. that, maybe. Have you seen that? The Blu-ray version? Seen of the original trilogy? 
I don't know. Hmm, interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't that's know if you what have I thought. That's what I. That's what I thought you meant because I thought you actually meant sex, and that's what I thought you meant. Hmm. Could be. Also, I asked Chuck Wendig, the author of Aftermath, whether or not those interludes, which in Aftermath are the the little in between the chapter short stories, right? I asked whether or not those were going to be in Life Debt also. Because those were like those parts of the story that really told us, well, some of them did, really told us like what's going on in the galaxy, right? There's this kind of small story about these rebels who are doing this one thing. But the interludes would tell us, you know, that there's uh, acolytes of the beyond, you know, these dark side worshippers or something who were looking for red lightsabers, you know, like <laughs> crazy stuff like that. That's really fun to, to learn about. And he said that, yes, there will be interludes in life debt. So awesome. Yay. Yeah. I'm not really, I've never really listened to those. Mm, right. You have not read Aftermath. No. No, you really should. It's pretty good. So I'm not uh, that happy about that. Right. But well, I know how happy you are. So you're happy because I'm happy. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, also, I had made an image of Padme telling Anakin at the end of episode three, leave everything else behind while we still can, right? She's asking him to go away and leave everything behind. And then the next image is Luke on the island at the end of episode seven saying, That doesn't work, Ma. <laughs> that doesn't work, Ma. <laughs> you can't leave everything behind. You can't go away because there is no away. Right? You're always going to get found. <laughs> the past will always haunt you. Oh, oh great. Ray just found me. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. He's a force user? <laughs> I don't think that matters, honestly. He does seem pretty disappointed that she finds him, huh? Like, oh, like, come on. Uh, Are you serious? Come on. What? I thought I found a pretty good hiding spot, but no. You just had to go looking for me. <laughs> All right. So. I'm not looking. Finding. Finding. Ugh. The nerve. All right. Let's go have a joke. <laughs> Laugh it up, fuzzball. Guess who sent us jokes this week? Who? Guess. Who? Ian? No. Chris from Star Wars Kidcast. Oh. <laughs> I know. He has more jokes. Isn't that great? That's a lot of jokes. I know. It's awesome. It means I don't have to think of them. Thank you, Chris. So, uh, what do you call it when Leia's hair comes loose? Um, what? I don't know. What? Rogue bun. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, that's funny. That's funny. What do you call it when a half a bore gets loose? I don't know. I don't know. Rogue something. <laughs> Rogue ton. Knew it. <laughs> what is the worst kind of Star Wars joke? A rogue pun. Haha, <laughs> you guessed it. I just know it. I just know it. A rogue pun. <laughs> Let me see. A rogue, a rogue pun. pun. I just knew it. <laughs> oh, I don't thank know. you. Why did you need to say? <laughs> she got it. I she guessed it. I was almost positive. You're not supposed to guess jokes. Yeah, That's, you actually can. You can if you want to, but it's not. I know it's a rogue thing pun. To do. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just knew it's it. It's okay. It's okay. We're good. We're all good here. We're all, everything's fine. How are you? I am. Okay. I'm good. <laughs> All right, let's go. Well, I don't uh, think Liam is. Let's go, have a, let's go have a question at the question and answer 
Council. I'm not. The question and answer council, where we ask questions and answer them. It's the question and answer council. It's the question and answer council. All right, well... Anna, your friend, Marin, has submitted a question to the Question and Answer Council. Cool! Awesome! Marin asks, what is your favorite movie title from the Star Wars saga? Your favorite title. Let's wow. go through them. That is a very good question. I do like that question. Let's go through them. Let's start with, let's go chronological. Uh, not chronolo- chronological in the order they were released. So, now, A New Hope, so, when it was released, was called Star Wars. It was not called A New Hope, okay, when it was first released. But then it was re-released in the theaters before The Empire Strikes Back so came out, to do a new and they hope added ourselves. A New Hope. We're going to call it, we're going to say it's A New Hope. Okay. Okay? Kay. A New Hope. Because that would be my least favorite thing. The Empire Strikes Back. Wow. The Return of the Jedi. The Phantom Menace. Attack of the Clones. Revenge of the Sith. Okay. I ain't going first. I'm going to see what Anna picks. You're going to see what Anna picks first? All right, Anna. Your favorite Star Wars title. I don't know why. Oh, wait. Hold on. The Force Awakens. Oops. I forgot. The Force Awakens. I like The Force Awakens, except I like... And Rogue One, also. Oh, Uh, Saga. She said Saga. She said Saga. So, I think... Mm -hmm. It's really hard, except... I honestly think I'm going to go with The Empire Strikes Back. Yeah? That's a really cool title. Attack the Clones. What's that? Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. Pew. 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 (laughs) (laughs) All right. Attack oh, oh of the clones. should I do that Bible really like to repeat? No, we're good. No, <laughs> do no, not do that. Do no, not do no. that. I did, I did put some of that at the end of the last episode, mm-hmm. though. I did. Thanks, Daddy. <laughs> You're welcome. Don't put any more, I had to save though. it. I had to save it for posterity. Well, my answer to that... I Okay, I'm not going to rank them. I'm just going to say what my favorite is. I'm not going to say what my least favorite is. Although I will tell you kids that it is one of the ones that you picked. Um... I am going to say Return of the Jedi is my favorite because it's about Darth Vader. It's mine, Daddy. It's mine. That's you. <laughs> yeah, that's your you least that, favorite. Huh? I, we both. I pointed to him, and he pointed to himself, and I'm like, we're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. But that's anyway. why I didn't really pick that one either because I don't really like it either. But Return yeah. of the Jedi, I love, love, love that title. Did you know? And I think you did that earlier. It was Revenge of the Jedi? Yes. There were even posters yeah. made that went out to, to movie theaters that said Revenge of the Jedi on them. And George Lucas thought, no, revenge is not something a Jedi should do, you know? So, um, And then what's interesting is that Revenge of the Jedi, well, it could be about Vader, but you think that that would be more about Luke, right? But then Luke doesn't get revenge, really. So. Vader does. Vader gets revenge on the Emperor, although... Yeah, I guess. Yeah. And, 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 and. I guess, right? So that's... But that really, you know, return. He comes back, right? Anakin comes back. The return of Anakin. Return of the Jedi. 
Yeah, I just love it. Oh, it's Return of the Jedi is the Return of Anakin? I did not know I that. Think, I think, that's how I read the title. That's how I think of it, yeah. Mm. What do you think it is? You think it's Luke? I think it's Luke. Or is it Jedi, like, plural? Return of the Jedi. Like, the Jedi are back now. Like, now there's going to be more Jedi. I think it's Return of the Jedi, like, plural. Yeah? Okay. I think it's... Well, that works, too, actually, because we know that the Jedi do come back. Luke was training Jedi, And right? also, we know that Jedi is plural for Jedi. There you go. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for the question, Marin. Uh, although you did not answer it yourself. So hopefully next week we can get your answer. Unless, Anna, you know. Do you know what her favorite movie title is? I do not. All right. But Will I, you I ask her or tell her to email us? I, I would guess that you, it would be the same as yours. Oh, really? Return, oh, okay. Either Empire or Jedi? I think yeah, so, maybe. but I'm not positive. All right, Anna, you have a question for the question and answer council? Yeah. Okay, what's your question? What is your first Star Wars memory? I already answered this one, but I want you to, too, too. I want you to, too, too. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's three twos. Two, two, yep, two, two. That's right. Um, hmm, I might have to think about mine. Do you have to think about yours, Liam? Your first Same Star Wars memory? Same as Anna's. Your first Star Wars memory is Anakin and Obi-Wan riding on the yes. elevator at yes. the beginning of Attack of the Clones? Yes. Honestly? What? Uh, mm-hmm. That's really strange. What's so strange? That's your favorite extremely ever coincidental. But okay, that's... Memory is a really interesting thing, right? Because we think that something might be our first memory, but it's hard to remember what the first memory is. Right. I'm almost positive that oh, that's my first memory. I'm not. I'm not questioning or doubting your memories. Um, so, I think you know. I don't remember exactly. I think my first memory is when I was probably three or four, and my family went to the neighbor's house, and he had a VCR, which at the time was very rare. For someone to have a VCR. So VCRs, you know, like a DVD player, but instead of playing DVDs, it plays VHS cassette tapes, which you've seen. We have some in the house, although we don't have a VCR <laughs> to play them. Um, but he had a way to play VHS cassettes, and we went over to his house, and I think we watched A New Hope. And I vaguely remember the opening scene with this, you know, Vader coming on to the Tantive IV and the Stormtroopers and the Rebels. Um, and I kind of remember some stuff from the Death Star, like Han running through the tunnel. Kind of, I think, right? Like I said, memory's a really funny thing, so it's hard to know whether I actually remember this or if I remember it because I was told about it. But no one ever... We never really talked about going over to that house after we did. After we did it, I don't remember ever having discussions about, hey, remember when we went over to that house? You know what I mean? So, like, I think the fact that we never had conversations about it growing up that I can remember means that the memory itself is probably legit. It's probably real. So, that would have been when I was, yeah, three or four. Another really great, really early memory of mine was going to see my newborn baby brother, Matthew, in the hospital. Aww. And my older brother, Dave, brought his Han Solo action figure, which was a brand new Han Solo action figure. I believe it was, you know, the Kenner, the original Kenner, original line of action figures. And I remember him putting 
Han Solo up in the windowsill in the hospital because we looked through the window and we saw Matt Matthew <laughs> that we called him Matthew at the time uh, sleeping in his little little bed at the hospital and and I remember Dave putting Han Solo up on the window and like tapping him against the window saying hi with Han Solo <laughs> it's a really <laughs> sweet sweet so memory sweet. it is so sweet yeah I like that memory thanks for the question Anna it's a good question. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Well, do you know what time it is? No. I don't know. Well, it is not time to continue to fight. It's time for... Stump the Lump! And this week, you kids asked me to stump you. So that's what I'm going to do. So, I have two questions. What is the name of the green stuff that is part of Unkar Plutt's portions that he pays people? That was way too easy, Daddy. What? It's veg meat. <laughs> I would pronounce it veg meat. Veg but meat. either well, way, you did get it right. Wow, you are not the lump. That's, that's actually pretty easy. <sighs> well, I think I'm giving Liam a harder one. Liam, what is the name of the Chancellor of the New Republic at the time of the destruction of the Hosnian system? Hmm? What is the name of the Chancellor of the New Republic? What's the New Republic? The New Repu in the Force Awakens. What is the name of the Chancellor? Oh, come on! <laughs> You can't punch me while we're recording a podcast. I don't care. <laughs> Is it too hard? Of course it's oh, too hard. Oh, I'm sorry. We talked about like two we, weeks we, ago. we did just talk about it last week. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's hard to remember. Anna, do you remember? Uh, uh, um, no. Guys, okay. I know what the guy looks like, though. Yeah, he has okay. a green face with the white beard. He has the hair coming off his face and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. It, can, can I? I'll give you a hint. His name starts with a V. Can you give me another hint? It's not Valorum. What a hint, Daddy. <laughs> well. I know who Valorum is. <laughs> and we knew it wasn't Valorum. Villachem. Villachem, yeah. yeah. Sorry. You're the lump, Liam. Sorry. It's not my fault I'm the lump. You gotta make the lumpy noise. Make it. Make it. <laughs> Make the sound. Okay, fine. You don't have to. All right. So, uh, all right. Well, let's uh, go into. Oh my gosh! This episode. How did this episode get so long? No idea. Seriously, you know, I'm going to read because I said I'd do it this week, and we didn't have time last week. I'm reading Nick from London's latest Snoke theory, and here we are. Oh, I, I'm going to try to read it in one breath, but I think I'm going to. This is going to be. He's got a good one here. Is Snoke Darth Maul? I'm just reading it. I'm going to try to do it in one breath. <gasps> okay, for starters, this transformation would definitely take place on the planet we see in Rebels, Malachor. My idea is that Maul would return to the Sith Temple after failing to take Ezra from Canaan. I hope you watched Twilight of the Apprentice. To s oh, see, I took a breath. <laughs> I did it. Anyway, I'm not taking a breath. So he would go to Malachor to seek out another Sith holocron to steal and learn from so he could vanquish Palpatine one day. However, with Palpatine being who he is, he would have sensed that plot and snuck 
snuck with Vader into the temple before Maul arrived. Palpatine would have disabled all the requirements of the temple, you know, all the things being controlled by the rule of two, having to make two people open the door, stuff like that, and somehow let Maul know, perhaps via a vision, of course, not in his true form, you know, he'd come to him as Savage or something, right, of the new circumstances, right, so that he can just walk in. So Maul would have discarded civilized thought and stormed the temple, finding the room only to be ambushed by the two Sith Lords. Palpatine would have crushed Maul's new lightsaber with the Force and pinned him against the wall while Vader slashed maliciously at his face with his lightsaber, creating the scars and deep gashes we see today. Palpatine would have then unleashed torrents of extremely powerful Force lightning that would have drained the redness from Maul's body, severely weakening the Dathomirian and forcing him to his knees. Maul would have begged for mercy, pleading and screaming as the lightning made his six foot five inch figure stretch to seven feet. Then Sidious would have seen that Maul, or rather now Snoke, could be used. So he sent Maul to the far reaches of space to uncharted star systems where Maul would send back information on colonies and planets. Then Maul would fake his death and slowly compile the First Order. This would also fit all of Snoke's criteria. He saw the rise and fall of the Empire. He would have known the might of the Skywalkers and would sense through the Force the fall of Vader, the Emperor, and the Sith. Wow. 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 What wow. do you guys think? I think that's actually a good theory. Usually uh, you don't like much good. Snoke theories, but that's a good theory. Good. <laughs> Usually you're not a fan of Snoke it's theories. Good. Nope, it's but really that's really a good, good theory, though. Would the would the Sith lightning have also kind of like may, oh maybe with Vader's blade he cut off all his horns maybe but no I think you know that goes back to a theory that I have that the Admiral the mysterious Grand Admiral at the end of Aftermath is, is Maul. Maul and I had actually replied to that to to Nick you know saying that it kind of fits with something I've been thinking because I think that Grand Admiral could have something to do with Snoke also although I think Maul by the end of Rebels. My guess is we will see how Maul dies. That's my guess. But uh, then he sent another question about legends. But we're going to get to that one next time on Children of the Force. We're going to do shout-outs. Shout-out to Danny at Cerulean Snidget, and I'm going to spell that out. Uh, on Twitter, he is at C-E-R-U-L-E-A-N-S-N-I-D-G-E-T. I believe that's a Harry Potter reference, although I don't remember what it is, but maybe you guys know? No? Okay. I think Snidget is a Harry Potter reference, but mm-hmm. I don't think Cerulean is. Cerulean? I think it is. That's okay. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Danny for sending us some really great trading cards that he made himself. Now, we all participated in the Star Wars This Is Madness Creatures bracket. We all chose our own things, and we did not win, but he gave you kids a consolation prize. Why not you? Like, he's so mean. No, he's nice. <laughs> right. He's really nice. He's, he's nice, really but nice. why didn't he give you one? That's well, I'm just taking half of yours. That's okay. Uh, so... I'm just joking. Daddy. Anyway, he but made these like, cards. You guys, these are homemade cards. He made these himself. How, how awesome homemade? is that? He so made you those have to cards. Buy those? 
No, he made them. I mean, those are not. So those are yeah, not... he did need to buy more than trading cards for the stuff that he needs to paint and do. No, we just need to buy ink. Uh, anyway, not just ink. Yeah. He, anyway, but what? Yeah. Anyway, he, they're homemade and they're one of a kind. I mean, like, there's not. Uh, it's not like they're. Um, something you could buy at the store. You can't buy them at the store. You know, it's a homemade thing. It's awesome. Really cool. So thanks a ton for sending those to the kids, Danny. We really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Also, shout out to Ian. Ian. Ian is the winner of our <laughs> iTunes review contest. He was the first person to write an iTunes review containing that name. And he says, you guys are the best podcast I listen to. I love hearing about all the Star Wars stuff you do and the Star Wars news you give me. I love the section Stump the Lump. I never knew that was his name. Well, you learn something new every day. Yeah, you know? especially from our podcast. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's what we're here for. To teach you names of Tusken Raiders. <gasps> of we're gonna course. Next week, we're going to give you the name of uh, uh, that other Tusken I, I Raider. I guess what? It's... <laughs> it's Oh. Can you can you can you say that better? <laughs> no. No, that's that's how it is. That's how it's pronounced. I know, but I can't do the Tuscan voice thing. Oh, there's different there's different uh, dialects at different Tuscan camps, and oh. the Tuscan camp of the name that you're talking about that's how it's pronounced. Oh. Yeah, you did oh, it exactly okay. right. Yep. Good. Yeah, Yay. Yeah. Um, oh, and the name of the Tuscan raider who <laughs> was firing the the um, the rifle at the pod race. Well, you'll just have to learn that next episode on Children of the Force. Are you joking? Because I was just totally joking about that. Are you joking about that, dude? <laughs> yes, I'm okay, joking that's about that, too. <laughs> So thank you so much again, Ian. We love having you as a listener to Children of the Force. We really, really do. Um, you know, it's it's we do this for listeners like you. Uh, we do this for all of our listeners. But honestly, not going to lie, when I'm, you know, writing out the show notes and I'm th- kind of thinking of our audience when I'm crafting the episodes and when we're recording the episodes, Ian is one of those people I think of. So thank you, Ian. And thank you for listening to episode 34 of Children of the Force. If you'd like to reach out to us online, you can contact us via Twitter. We are... At Force Children. On Facebook, we are... Children of the Force. Our email is... ForceChildren at gmail.com. Our website is... www.childrenoftheforce.com. And while you're on our website, click on the link on the left-hand side of the page that says Send Children of the Force a Voicemail, and that will take you to a SpeakPipe page where you can leave us a voicemail, or you can just go to SpeakPipe.com slash Children of the Force and uh, click on Record a Voicemail. It's uh, it's easy, so do it, um, because the power of the Force compels you to do so. And finally, please leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or anywhere else you listen to us. Doing so will make it easier for more people to find us and uh, make a good review. Or Anakin will say... Liar! Liar. (laughs) There you go. I was thinking, don't make me destroy you. But liar's good. That works. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
Children of the Forest. I'm Anna. I'm the. <laughs> I'm Al. And. Merry Rumble!